0: I too grateful that you live in a country where we look after each other and we can look after each other, a prosperous nation. And today I'm going to talk about prayer, the power of prayer. I'm going to start actually our series on Kingdom Authority. I already had a soft start really the last couple of weeks, but I'm going to get into it in the next couple of weeks. We're going to build on this, but how wonderful that we can pray. We can pray, and the power of God is released when we pray. Amen? Well, I also want to do a little fun thing, a little <laughs> a little joke, because some of you who are addicted to this, and you write to me when I don't have one, so I make sure that I keep you happy, keep all the fano in our church happy, and here we go for something funny. A priest and a minister and a rabbi wanted to see who is best at their job. So each went into the woods to find a bear and attempt to convert it. And so later on, they got together, see what happened. The priest begins, when I found the bear, I read him from the catechism and sprinkled him with holy water. Next week is his first communion. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting, you know. The minister said, I found a bear by the stream. And I preached God's holy word to hit. hit him, her. The bear was so mesmerized that he let me baptize him or her right on the spot. <laughs> and they both looked down at the rabbi who was lying on a bed in a body cast. Looking back, he says, maybe I shouldn't have started with circumcision. so funny anyway (laughs) hey make sure you get ready for your elements at the at the end of this um, talk we're gonna of course share communion we do it every time online in particular i hope you do this every day because it is so exciting it is so beautiful it is so powerful so uh, we do this uh, after i've finished with my little talk is that all right wow so good hey you gotta know that we're also praying for you I know many of us have contacted you or different staff, call you, text you, involved with you. Many of you are online, live groups going on still. Absolutely amazing. Uh, But also, we just want to know that we're praying for you. Every morning when I have communion, I pray for our church to be strengthened in the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. And so today, I want to talk about prayer because it's time to pray. Amen? It's time to pray. I'm so blessed by seeing so many prayer movements, prayer people all around the globe. Uh, Just such a time of prophetic declaration and prophetic prayer. It's just so incredibly wonderful. Do you know? That we have actually a prayer community. It's about 131. And you can join if you want to. It's, a, um, it's called our Harmony Prayer Request. And it's a, uh, where you put your prayer request towards it. And then we can pray for people who are sick in our community. Uh, struggle in our community. Uh, but also we can pray for our nation and for our world. We're still trying to build this prayer shield for our church and for Christ Church, And are connecting with other leaders around the nation. And having this prayer shield for New Zealand. Amen. Amen. So last week. We saw about Ephesians, that Paul talks in Ephesians about who we are in Christ. The whole of Ephesians is about your identity, your new creation identity in Christ. At the end then, he says, hey, but we are in a spiritual battle. And for us to learn to be strong, to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, our strength comes from God. Isn't that amazing? Our strength comes from That's what we said before, when you are worried Go into the Holy Spirit, start worshiping, go from worry to worship, and as you worship, your worry will disappear, your worry will will take its own place, and God will comfort you in this place and guide you and strengthen you through it, right? We all face valleys, but God takes us through the valley, up the next mountain, amen? Amen. Thank you so much for all your enthusiasm uh, in this house. There's nobody here. It's actually quite hard to preach to oh, a camera. Oh, oh I kept this here. Oh, yeah, I hear people on the other side behind me. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much. It's quite hard, you know, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's to, to speak in the camera like that, you know, I don't know if you've ever tried this before, but uh, it's actually not always that easy. But I love it because I know how many people are online. I know how many of you are sitting here. So thank you, Jesus. We are one in the Spirit. Amen? Amen. So Paul says that I... Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's against rulers, authorities of darkness, evil spirits in the heavenly realm. And that's why we talked about this last week. That's why we put on the armor of God. Amen. Have you been putting your armor on this week? Hey, guess it's not this nice little talk, people. This is actually a Christian discipline. It's a Christian discipline as disciples to every day put on the armor of God before you go into the battlefield during the day. You put on Jesus Christ, amen, to stand against the devil's schemes, against the things that come against you. It gives you strength, purpose, and the mind of Christ. People say to me for years ago, Gideon, you've lost your mind. So many times you've lost your mind. Yes, I have, because I have gained the mind of Christ. I don't want my mind to control myself. I want the mind of Christ to control my mind. Amen? Amen. And so we saw that the, um, the armor of God is Jesus Christ himself. It is the new creation nature. It is the, 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 the finished works of Jesus given to us. The belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the gospel of peace, faith. See the faith helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Last week, I delved into faith a little bit. Remember, we talked about the heroes of faith, Hebrews 11, that it's so amazing that even though you don't have much faith and you feel weak, that then his power comes, his faith comes and you partner yourself with God and things start to move, right? It's so powerful. Today, I want to dive a little bit into the word of God in particular, into prayer, here in the context, when it says the word, the spirit, the the, um, the word of God here, is actually the logos word of not the logos word of God, sorry, but the rema word of God, the, the spoken word of God that Paul is talking here about as the sword of the spirit. So the sword of the spirit here is not just reading the word; it's also applying the word. And that's where prayer comes in and declaration and authority comes into application of the word of God. See, Hebrews 4 says the word of God is quick and powerful. Everybody say powerful. Powerful. Thank you. Powerful. Thank you. (laughs) And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to divide soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and is a discerner of thoughts and the intention of the heart. We take the Word of God. The Word of God is powerful. The Word of God is powerful. And we speak the Word of God. We don't just read it. We speak it. And when we start to speak the Word of God, things start to change. Things start to change. We start declaring the goodness of God. We start declaring the principles of God. We start declaring the promises of God. And this is so powerful. It is kind of faith in action, faith in action, faith together with declarations of the word of God can move mountains. Come on, it can move mountains. And it's not because I say so; it's because Jesus says so. You know, in Matthew 17, 17 he had sent out the um, the disciples, and they were all doing all kinds of miracles, and they can't. Um, they can't cast out this demon out of this person. And Jesus says this to them. You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. Another translation, the amplified, says, You lack trust and confidence in the power of God. Guys, this is such a word for us. You lack trust and confidence in the power of God. I wish me... Myself, I wish us as a family, us as a faith community, us as Christians would have more faith and trust and confidence in God. Amen. 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 I love this. Then it says, I'll tell you the truth. If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you should, can say to this mountain, move from here and it will move. Nothing would be impossible nothing would be impossible. You say to the mountain, nothing will be impossible. I love this in the Passion Translation. I promise you, if you have faith inside of you, no bigger than the size of a small mustard seed, you can say or speak to the mountain, move away from here and go over there and you will see it move. There is nothing you could not do. This is the Bible, what you could not do. This is so much kind of part of understanding the authority that we have as believers. Last week we talked about captivating those thoughts and making obedience to Christ. We do something. We're not just there. We actually are actively involved with the things in life and the things that come against us. So we say and we speak to a mountain, let's go. The will of God, go, and it will go. You speak to the sickness and it will go all through the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament. They would speak to the mountains, and the mountains would disappear. The water would part like Moses. They would hit the staff. God was saying these things. You know, water would come out of a rock, and Jesus would speak to people. The apostles would speak to people. The disciples would go out and heal the sick and lay on. All this stuff would happen because of the authority and the power that they have had and have. You speak to your issue. (laughs) You speak to the fear. Hey, you're not allowed to be part of my life. It's not part of God. It's not part of heaven. I speak to your fear. Go away. I speak to COVID. Go away. You don't have no right to be here, COVID, in the world. Go away. Speak to it in the name of Jesus. I uh, did some research, and the word mountain here uh, can also be a symbol of the kingdom. Symbol of the kingdom of God, which is very interesting. So you can say this. You can say mountain-moving faith... I wrote this down, brings the power of God's kingdom into the earth. I'll say it again. So mountain-moving faith can bring the power of God's kingdom into the earth. It's what Jesus talked about. Your kingdom come, Your will be done on on earth as it is in heaven. Isn't it amazing? So nothing is impossible. I know sometimes we pray and sometimes things don't happen. Hey, don't be disappointed. God is always at work. You don't know the timing of God. You just don't know the timing of God. He's always at work. When we pray, when we start speaking to our mountains, when we start speaking to the issues of life, Know that when you speak it like Jesus spoke and it was life and it was spirit, things have to move because it's in the authority yeah. of Jesus that it yeah. said and it has to go yeah. and land somewhere. So something is happening. Yeah. Something is happening, people. So don't be disappointed, but be appointed for God to use you to speak to the situations that come our way. It says, when we do, it says here, it's the word of God, then nothing. Is impossible. Now, Catherine, this is strong language. It's strong language in the Bible. Strong language. It's a strong promise. But sometimes, I don't know. I go around and, and being a pastor and, and dealing with a lot of people all the time. I don't know if we always understand this. I don't know if we always really believe this. Or maybe, and we talked about this last Wednesday, Jonathan and I, in the in the in the, um, in the uh, bubble, Dutch theology thing, that sometimes there's a veneer over our lives. And maybe a veneer has come over your life of disappointment. Of rejection hey it didn't turn out the way I wanted it hey and then somebody was really naughty to me hey and then this doesn't happen hey and then this and after a while we feel disappointed in life and this veneer is over our lives and then we sometimes can't even see the promises of God let alone speak the promises of God and then we feel defeated but God doesn't want that with us. He wants us to be victorious. He wants us to break through. Jesus says, in this world you have struggle, uh, problems and struggle, but I have overcome the world. There's an overcoming that can come through the problems, through the fear, through the anxiety, through the issues of life. Amen? Come on, there's always hope. We just sang about it. Living hope. You know, in the Aramaic, this word is interesting. Nothing is higher and stronger than you. Catherine this is exciting. Nothing is higher and stronger than you. Come on. The one who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world. We are seated in heavenly places with Jesus Christ. The devil is under our feet. Covet is under our feet. Sickness is under our feet. Impossibilities is under our feet. It's about time for the church of Jesus Christ to stand up, to rise up, and to actually believe the word of God and start speaking the word of God and seeing some mountains disappear. I tell you, and I tell you, sometimes, sometimes a bit of persecution, if you like, helps us to find our equilibrium, to find our plumb line. I know in China, a lot of people, a lot of God, these people go to jail you know to, to meet him together whatever but because of that it has grown exponentially because there's something about hey this is not something like i have my little life and i have jesus part of that no 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 you got to make a choice you are for him or you are against him yeah. and so there is a sense of hey and we of course are for him but as you do this thing righteousness and strength comes into your being you know i had a word a few weeks ago and i told the church but maybe not all of you were there I saw this picture of God putting a steel rod into my back, into my life. And I saw stand tall. Stand tall. And I felt like it's for all of us. And I felt it's for our church, maybe for the church. But I felt like this, the, rod, the strength of the, the rod would come into your back. And I saw people standing up straight instead of being like this, kind of defeative, kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever, one of those things, like that. Stranding up like this strong. And I felt like God is bringing confidence and boldness into our lives. And I don't think it's just a boldness that is based on emotionalism, because, hey, Gideon was excited about this, let's try this thing, right? No, no, it is based on the Word of God. We just talked about this whole thing of the armor of God, that we were able to stand, that we will be able to be strong, that our strength comes from God. From God, I, I honestly, I feel in my spirit... I feel it here. I feel the anointing so strong. I feel that God is, is putting strength into our beings, into our bodies, into our minds. So that not only we're we able to stand and be strong, but we can advance against the enemy. Advance against the schemes. Advance. <clears throat> See the glorious church rise up. The light on a hill. The hope. We have the hope. The church is the hope of the world. You and I are the hope of the world. There is no hope. The only hope people have in the world is to die. That's the only hope they have. They're going to die. We don't have this hope. We have a living hope. We just talked about it. Through the new birth and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Come on. Can I have an amen? Amen. Amen. Man, they're even getting excited in the other room out right there. It's <laughs> so good. Wow, it's so good. So I'm almost done. It's not a very long talk because I want to pray a little bit. And I don't want to bore you too much. Nah, How can you be bored? It's not possible. Come on. Here we go. Faith. Listen to this. Faith is powerful, right? But combined with the word of God, it is absolutely unstoppable. It is unstoppable and lethal. Faith and the word of God. And that's why when you look at Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, he talks 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 about identity in Christ. This is who you are, who are, this is who you have, this is how you're supposed to live. At the end, he says, but there's actually a warfare going on. But I've just made you strong, right? So put on righteousness, put on faith, put on your peace, and joy, all these things that is part of the armor of God into your life so you'll be able to stand. But then at the end of it, he says, pray. Why? Because in the end, prayer moves the hand of God. Ha- prayer is the bridge between you and the problem. Whatever problem. Prayer activates the hand of God. It activates the spirit of God. And so that's why he says in Ephesians 6, this is the Passion Translation, pray passionately come on guys this is a time that we can pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede ephesians 6 18 with every form of prayer all the time. Pray blessings on God's people and all believers. All the time. Pray passionately. Intercede constantly. Guys, this is what we can do in lockdown. I know some of us are working anyway. But even so, we do have some extra time, I think, generally. And so we can spend some time not necessarily looking at the latest Netflix, although they're quite cool in their own place. But make sure that you take time to pray. Pray. And it says here all kinds of prayers. I love the praise prayer i love to declare the goodness of god and joy and dance before the lord in his presence that is my prayer i love that prayer i love the worship prayer because i know what happens when we worship he establishes his throne i love the declaration prayer often i would declare in the name of jesus i see that mountain but i do not believe it's from god i believe it's from the devil or whatever and i want it to be gone in jesus name and so i declare the word of god that that whatever you want to declare maybe you're struggling with money or whatever, that He provides all my needs according to His riches in glory. I declare that to my bank account. He provides for me when I'm faithful, of course, in giving. But He provides for me all the time when I put Him first. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It doesn't mean that things are easy sometimes. They're hard sometimes. I mean, Catherine and I, we've struggled through this time, struggled to to go through the different nuances of things, particularly around COVID. It's hard. Honestly, with you, we sometimes feel bullied by people. Because you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Expectations. If you don't, you don't do that, do do that, do whatever. And we feel like whatever. No, we gotta stay constant with the Lord and keep trusting in Him. And we speak the promises of God. The word of God is sharper, it's powerful, it is so incredibly wonderful in our lives. Prayer changes things because it is connected to god amen connected to god see you can i wrote this down yesterday came into my spirit you can change the world from your bedroom you can change the world from your bedroom from your bathroom from your living room from your car, because if you connect with God, or when you connect with God, the release of that power that you have that's in you, the same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead, you can then release it with a prayer, and a declaration, and this arrow which carries your faith, and the power of God tests the target, and things have to change. Come on. So let's believe, let's stand up, and let's believe the Word of God. Don't believe me, Don't believe Catherine, believe the word of God. Like I said before, trust in him and be confident in his word. A good friend of ours is a pastor called Norm MacLeod. Maybe you you know him. He's a pastor from Gisborne uh, House of Breakthrough Church. He's a great uh, Maori um, prophet and kamatua in this nation. And a great apostle and great, he's connecting a lot of the prayer meetings together i was talking to him yesterday and a lot of the things that are happening honestly the reconciliation things that are happening and there's all kinds of powerful prayer prophetic alliances being made right now uh, in the spirit in this nation which is just absolutely wonderful but i looked at his um, at his post the other day on uh, on facebook and and i see he said something here which i thought was interesting kind of connecting with what's happening right now he says we are not victims of COVID." We are not victims of COVID. He says, if you believe it, then join with me in decreeing three times a day. And he's asking us, the church, to decree with him three times a day this. From this moment, we decree all national COVID numbers to decrease and all infection cases to dry up in Jesus' name. Hey, it's a good declaration. It's according to the Bible. Jesus doesn't like the sickness. It's from hell. So he, he likes us to pray and declare sickness be healed. Like any other sickness we will pray for. Ken, so any, any other sickness we will pray for. This sickness too. So hey, say it again. I mean, I haven't got it on the screen, but just go with me. Let's declare one together. From this moment, we decree that all national COVID numbers to, decree, to decrease, sorry, to, to decrease and that all infection cases dry up now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Have a drink break. Ah, Christ, water, So wonderful. Through my... Uh <laughs> hey, so prayer is powerful. It says in James 5.16, I'm almost done. 5.16, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Come on, let's say it together. The prayer of a righteous person, that's you and me, is powerful and effective. I love this in the Passion Translation. Confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another and then pray for one another to be instantly healed. Well, that's interesting, by the way, here. The whole thing of acknowledged when you have offended one another. People, can we please stay kind on Facebook and in our lives? And if you somehow have offended somebody because of your opinion and because of your kind of maybe strong opinion and somebody else who is on a different journey than you are, who doesn't understand things different revelation or whatever can we please be kind to one another this is so easy to split the church so easy to kind of get people on different side of the debate can we please be one in spirit one in purpose god will work out these things we need to pray we need to stand together in unison and even allow for the different nuances of different belief things that we each have in our lives can we do that Be kind to one another. The prime minister is right. Be kind to one another. And then if you have offended somebody, say so. Say, hey, I'm really sorry that I offended you, that I came on a bit strong in your life. Let's stand in unity. Amen? Amen. So then it says here, for the tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. Here we go again. Tremendous power is released Through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of the believer. Powerful prayer is released. Guys, this is my simple message this morning. I've got a very simple message. Very simple message. Prayer is powerful, potent, and pregnant. In the Holy Spirit in the power of Jesus Christ it is powerful it is potent and it's pregnant you don't know what's gonna be birthed out of your prayers in the name of Jesus I tell you something else God is faithful to your calling even if you don't see it even if you've walked away from God and his calling in your life God is faithful to you the Bible says even if we are unfaithful he remains faithful because he can't disown himself. I love Jesus. I love my loving Heavenly Father. He is so good to us. Even when we walk away, even when we make mistakes, he holds our hands Say, are you done now? Come back home. Don't be dumb. Don't do those things. Is this going to hurt you? It's going to hurt other people. Don't do those things. Come live with me. Come be righteous. Come be a son. Come be a daughter and stand with me. Amen? It's a much better place. Much better place to live. Amen? So, the church is called to be a house of prayer for all nations Jesus says so our houses because the church we are the church so in our house right now in the hooknigh house wherever you are house it's a house of prayer and together we are a house of prayer for all nations i want to challenge you to pray 30 minutes every day uh, we have a sons a men's group who pray uh, get together of course as a life group but we also uh, have vowed together to pray. I think five points. I don't even know what the five points are by heart. But they're all about righteousness in this nation for revival to come, for the church to be prosperous and powerful and all this kind of stuff for families. So the thing is, though, why don't we all say together we're going to pray half an hour every day, maybe the morning and the afternoon, evening, whatever, even if you will take the dog for a walk, take half an hour to pray and to start declaring the word of God and the promises of God Start declaring what Jesus has talked up over this nation, has prophesied over this nation. that has been such a light to the world. And let's keep praying for God's will to be done in this nation, even for half an hour every day. Amen? Yeah. Tell you, nothing can stand against the power of God. It really can't. <laughs> nothing can stand against the power. The whole Bible is full about people, people like you and me. They were called by God, but not because they were special. It's just because they were called by God. God says, hey, I can use you. Some were absolute losers. But God loves to use people who've lost things, who are not doing that well. I mean, Gideon was hiding in the winepress. Wherever you are, Moses couldn't speak. He had a stutter. Or you name it. David, the adult Says, hey come i have it for you and then he and they, they they partner with god and suddenly they come in this realm of the spirit and the realm of 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 destiny and the realm of where we're going in this life hey come on and then and then then these things start happening so start partnering with god through prayer through intimacy through worship <laughs> nothing is higher and nothing is stronger than god and nothing is impossible amen